not overnight and you would give your services to people in the very beginning for little to nothing because you wanted to get your name out there and you wanted to have, I think, people believe that you had something that was worth it. And that's how it started for us as well, was it was very little to nothing on return, but we just kept, you know, kept going at it because we knew we had something. You're listening to Get Real with Renosi, the podcast that helps you turn your idea into a real business. Sandra England, serial entrepreneur and CEO of Renosi, registration of nonprofit Simplified, and her son, I have way too many ideas, Jack England, talk to wannabe entrepreneurs, delving into their ideas and giving the push needed to get a real business off the ground. Jack, my son, is decided not to show his face today. He is quite under the weather, has been, and is trying to um, get over his cold. So he, you know, I mean, his hair was wonderful today. Mm-hmm. Wild and woolly, but he didn't want to show it to you. So, no, well, hi, Jack. It's good that you're on here and hello. And I'm sorry you're under the weather. So I hope you feel better for sure. We're excited to be on here. Thank you so much for having us both on here. You're our first ever, like. Oh, okay. Well, great. Well, this, I'll tell you, give you a little lay of the land, which is not really much. We we are really pretty off the cuff. We want this to be off the cuff. But the general purpose is we're looking and talking to people in different stages of their business from, I have this idea, but I haven't really done anything with it yet. That was my friend, Patty, who we talked to, who wants to start a bookstore. And she's been thinking about it for over a year. Patty, yeah. make feathered hats. People love that. <laughs> and uh, two people that have been in business for several years and have staff and all of that. So, and just to give people really the idea is maybe the push they need to say, hey, let's, you know, take your ideas and at least give it a go. The idea is Renosi, our business, Registration for Nonprofits Simplified, helps get mostly nonprofit businesses started, although we're talking to both. And it was an idea Jack and I were in the car traveling this summer and we're chatting about it. And we said, you know what? That was kind of fun just talking about ideas. Jack and I have way too many ideas. We could not execute them all if we wanted to. So we thought, let's, you know, this would be fun. So it may promote Renosi in our name and so forth and get it out there. Who knows? But we decided to just not worry about it. And of course, that's the way I am. My business plan for all of my businesses was, well, if this is a good idea, it will succeed. That's about it. <laughs> and I just, I just get going. So, so that's the idea. So, but why don't you guys tell us, you said this is Julia, right? Julia yep. and, and Ricky, I know. So, well, I guess first, just introduce your, you know, what is it that you guys do? Well, uh, we do fresh organic uh, handcrafted soaps and lotions and bath bombs and exfoliating scrubs and whatever comes to our mind. So we got into making, uh, me and Julia make everything. So uh, we got into that because in 2017... Uh, was when our business started and we saw a, I don't know, I think Julie and I both saw a need really for healthy skincare lines that are, we call them skin goodies. So because it, you're not putting any of the, the harsh chemicals and all that nasty stuff on your skin. And, you know, it started 
with a dream and it started with my best friend who is, you know, had a belief that, you know, this dream could actually happen. So, um, she put in some money. I, I asked her one day in the car, uh, and she'll share that part of the story, but, um, cause we have different versions of that story, but, um, I had been talking about it. I'm a cosmetologist and I do hair and I always kind of had a dream of having my own line of uh, skincare. You know, I, we went to a, uh, I think it was CVS and we were looking at brands cause Julia wanted to feel good. I think she had a, a hot date that night. So <laughs> we wanted to look good and feel good. And um, so we went and we were about to get some skincare stuff and some exfoliators for her face. And we just started learning about chemicals. And, you know, back in 2017, there was a big emphasis more on, you know, what are you putting on your face? Like, what are you, you know, putting in your body and what gets absorbed in the skin and how does it affect our hormones, men or women? And then we read some pretty awful stuff, you know, on the back of the label. We just started reading back the labels. And, you know, I don't even want to get into it. Like, there's horrifying stuff when we <laughs> when you start reading on the back. So after that, we were in the car and we didn't get anything. Uh, and <laughs> we were in the car and I said, hey out of nowhere, I said, do you want to do this business with me? I want to open, you know, our own healthy skincare line. Uh, we both put in $3,000 and started some schooling classes on essential oils. Uh, it, I forget the name of that place. Julia will have to help me on that, but the school for holistic living. Yeah. In Orlando. So uh, if anybody wants to know that it's a school for holistic living in Orlando. And we had no idea what we were doing, but we went. Uh, the first thing we got to learn was how to make mascara out of eggs. So, Ooh. yeah, eggs and charcoal. And the lady was amazing. The classes were really good. So the first year of doing it was really classes and learning. And then we put in $3,000, both of us of our own money, and started in my garage making soaps. And now we're five years later, you know, we were at a place where we have nine different farmers markets uh, that we do. And I'm me and Julia both are working on a contract right now with Crunch Gym. So where we will be able to go into Crunch Gym and sell in their lobby as well in any of their locations in Orlando. And also I'll be able to offer uh, people who work for me free gym memberships. So I'm excited because it's like, it goes along, I feel like with our journey and what we do, we started out with healthy skincare and now it's like, oh my gosh. And then I can offer people ways to healthy their body, you know, in general. So you just never know where your dream is going to start and where it's going to lead you, you know, so that just go with it. You know, so I think, Julia, first we have to know how the date went since you didn't buy anything at the CBS. <laughs> well, I am still single, so not well. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Thanks, Sandy. I, sorry. Mm -hmm. I just, I just thought that was the, cr the critical question here. So um, you sell it, you said 
nine farmers markets. Well, it sounds like it sounds like you took a year before you ever sold anything. I mean, how have you earned your your six thousand dollars back? Maybe oh, that's the question. Most you put three thousand in each. Have you earned your six thousand back and made a profit at all? Oh, most definitely. You know, mm -hmm. just in real world experience and with all the people that we get to meet and deal with, that is worth even more money than what we ever could have put in. Because mm -hmm. when you get to see the lives of the people that you affect and get to see those and build those relationships with those customers and people, that's worth the world. You can't put a price tag on that. So, but are you able to, is this your, because I think this is the question maybe people want to know, is this your full-time income or is this a hobby business? So I think we'll answer that one together. Yes, it, it got to a place where uh, both me and Julia had regular jobs and I worked in a uh, in College Park and I was a hairdresser pretty much full time. And it just got to a place where my business was growing and growing and growing that I had to go to my boss and be like, hey, so this new thing that I'm doing is like growing. And I may have to one day like, thank God I had a wonderful boss, but like, I'm going to step out, you know, one day and she goes, well, follow your dreams. That's the whole purpose, right? And life is to just go with it and follow it and see where it leads. So uh, it went from full-time cosmetology to part-time cosmetology to me now in a place where I had to be uh, selective with my clients. I still have clients to this day that uh, won't leave me. So, um, and, um, so I, I try to work around my busy schedule to kind of schedule them in. There's one that I absolutely adore. Um, and she's, uh, getting up there. She's, you know, she's vibrant, sexy woman. She's 90 <laughs> and her name is Miss Eleanor. So shout out to Miss Eleanor, but she, she'll never leave me. I think it's till the end, but she's a beautiful woman. And, um, but yeah, we got to a place where it's full time. So what's mm -hmm. better than full time? It's overtime. So you um, <laughs> make your products. Do you still make them in your garage, Ricky? No, no. <laughs> so the answer is no. So I have the business has blessed uh, me and Julia both. Like we we are okay. So this year, I I don't want to share too much and actual numbers as far as um, finances, but you share what you want and don't share what you don't want. Uh, well, we'll say that this year we're going to hit a really significant mark. And that took, like you said, Sandy, it takes time. So we started in 2017. It, our business really didn't explode. I would say until after the pandemic, like it was so strange. Our business just went, and I, I don't know if it's because we did soaps or, you know, and people were keeping their hands clean and all the <laughs> sanitizers too were drying skin out. So people were buying our lotions. And I like the fact that you said that it's not overnight and you gave giveaway, you know, you, you would give your services to people in the very beginning for little to nothing because you wanted to get your name out there and you wanted to have, I think people believe that you had something that was worth it. And that's how it started for us as well. 
was it was very little to nothing on return, but we just kept, you know, kept going at it because we knew we had something. And like I said, I think it was uh, two years now. So we're 2020 uh, and then 2021, our business just exploded. So give it time. And then all of a sudden it's going to, you know, explode into something amazing. Uh, When we started, we started out with one farmer's market. And now, like I said, it's strange. I have the, you know, we're at a place now where I'm in Winter Garden. I'm in Winter Park. I'm in uh, Mount Dora. I'm in, you know, all of the major farmer's markets. But it took consistency. And I think it took me hearing, and this is a big thing, hearing no's. You're going to hear a lot of no's. And that's okay. Me and Julia just took the nose and said, it's just a no, you know, and then we kept trying. So we never gave up on, you know, places that we wanted to be. We just kept going and going and we would hit them month after month, (laughs) you know? Uh, And then finally now we're in a place where we're in all those places we wanted to be. And it's sort of like, uh, okay, what's next? You know? So I love the fact that you also talked about that you don't know where your your journey is going to, you know, take you next. It's just being open to all these different yeah. ideas, I think, that just explode in your head. And I think only, I don't know if entrepreneurs can be taught or if it's creative. I'm still learning that myself. I'm still new. But I feel like it's either you got it, kind of, or you don't. And meaning the fact of like you have dreams and then it's trying to take all of these goals and dreams that just explode in your head all the time and then make them in reality, if that makes any sense. But- well, I do I do think, you know, there's some of us who have way too many ideas. That's Jack, that's you, that's me, that's, you know, all of that. I wonder, though, I like your question. I wanted to jump in there on, you know, can everybody be an entrepreneur? And for years, I always thought, yes, anybody could do this if that wanted to. I kind of still believe that because I believe in humans, but I think I think you have to fill in the skills that you may not have. One of the first people we talked to on this podcast wants to start a bookstore and she's been researching her bookstore idea and, and how to get it going for over a year. And I'm the type that just jumps in. And I think like, so I'm thinking the personality type, she is risk averse. And it's not that I didn't worry. I started some business ideas that flopped. So it's not as if I like to flop. It's not as if it wasn't scary for me, but I guess I have a personality type that maybe it was a little easier for me to just, you know, to take that risk. And some people it's harder. So I think it's one thing we're trying to like help with this this podcast to let people know how they can jump in there or even if they have this skill and not that skill or this personality type or that one, because there's just Google it, right? There's a lot of stuff out there that you can learn from others. I am 40 and I have just now, I don't know if you've gotten to ages to you. I was thinking like, it's really interesting as far as I not saying that you can't be any age or because you just brought that up, but I learn things as I've gone, as you kind of get older, I guess, and mature in, in your role and in your business. It's been fun. 
So for me, my journey has been fun and kind of accepting where I'm at and kind of accepting that, you know, it's sort of like okay to be the age I'm at now and, and really enjoy it. And I guess you can enjoy it at whatever age you're at, but I really am enjoying my forties at first. It's so strange. I think that's another reason why I got into what I'm doing is, and I'll be honest, this is a bit deep, but it was, there's always been a sense of vanity, I guess, in my, you know, in the way I feel about myself. And I think age has always been a scary thing to me. You know, like I want to be one of those people that age gracefully, <laughs> and, you know, and like we have no control over that. You know, that's the truth as far as like, cause I'm not, I don't want to put all that stuff in my face, but like, so I guess you do, but like, you know, for me, it was like, I, there's a sense of that. And now I'm kind of at this place where like, it's sort of okay. I just want to feel good. And I think we all do. And as far as like how we look, how we feel and all that kind of stuff. And I think I finally at 40, it's crazy, hit that place where I feel beautiful. I feel good. I feel like, you know, I'm excited to be just me. <laughs> all right. All right. So you, you do nine different farmers markets. Are there other places that you, well, I guess other places that you sell. And like you said, you have an Instagram page. Do you sell online as well? Yes, we do have a website. And right now Ricky's husband is going through it and retooling it for us. Cause neither of us know how to do code and God bless him. Cause for having the patience to deal with us as we debate for two hours, three hours, a day and a half, a week <laughs> on the color of the shade of ochre, or is that an off yellow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you do you think the perfect shade of okra is going to move sales? No, but it just has to be the perfect shade. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you, so you sell, and what, what percentage would you say of your business is like farmers markets versus website? Um, 98% of our business comes through the farmers markets because it's so much easier for people to look at the stuff online and get the good information on what we sell and what we offer and then come down there and pick it up because for other people, they can just buy and ship online and for our guests that don't live Our close customers will look online, online and then they're like but i go to the farmer's market because i want to see you so you know with julia like she it's so funny we'll be at different farmer's markets and she'll have like her regular people that love her you know at at different markets and they're like and then she'll cover a market for me or vice versa and then they'll go, wait a minute, I'm thrown off. Isn't Julia supposed to be here today? <laughs> and I'm like, well, she's not, but I'm here. And then they'll literally tell me, like, I'll just wait until she comes next week. <laughs> you know, it's really, I love it because I've learned in business that um, it, it, people also fall in love with your dream and they give you support because they love what you're doing and they, they kind of fall in love with you. And then that's what really 
thank God for all of them because that's sort of what um, kept our dream going is all those people that believe that in this little dream of Julianne Ricky's, you know, and now it's Lyling Cosmetics. We got to talk about branding and what we really have to talk about. Nobody can see it. We've got to talk about that lime green hat on your head with the plumes of, uh, you know, peacock feathers. And turn your head again. Is there a little flower there, too? I don't know. There must be some glitter there, too. I'm not sure what all I'm seeing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Some sparkles there. And why the hat? And I guess the hat does deal with your business. It's not just to entertain us this morning. Uh, Well, thank you. Uh, I felt like it was bright. So I was like, yay. (laughs) <laughs> uh no it was funny even talking to julia I said i i think i'm gonna create these hats and wear them at i'm creative person and i wanted to you know really kind of have something to brand our brand and to have it sort of come to life and i started with these hats and i was like uh julia i'm gonna buy all these different color hats and she you know she sort of was like okay and then, and I was like, I'm going to, you know, decorate them with uh, peacock feathers and all different feathers and, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's crazy now because I, it's sort of associated with my brand and I have them in pink. Uh, I love the brand. So I'm going to throw out a shout for them that it's a uh, Longhorn in case anybody wants the hats. But it's Longhorn is the name of the brand, and they are on Amazon, and they have lime green, they have pink, they have purple, they have any color you can imagine. And then I started putting feathers on, and then it became a thing. So this is a really cool thing that uh, is always exciting in, in business, is now I have clients who have, or customers who have peacocks. And they'll bring me the feathers. Oh, isn't that cool? Like they'll bring me the feathers so that I'll make a new hat. And then I don't know. I feel like it's good luck. So I always, uh, when they bring me new feathers and I make a new hat, it has always brought really good luck to our business. So I don't know if that's just me. Isn't the green part of your branding color though? I mean, all of these colors you mentioned, those aren't. This is the color, isn't it? This lime green. I don't know. And the yeah. yellow, I guess. Julia, is that right? Yeah. Does Julia, do you wear one of these hats? Because you seem very serious over there. And I'm just not sure I see you in the hat. Oh, absolutely. I have a white one. Oh, okay. All right. So the color isn't as significant. to the. It's more the no, hat. No, the, the color's significant. So we went with lime green and white. So to do our branding. So, and then we have in our lettering, you'll notice it has a bit of dark green. So that's our brand colors is more uh, lime greens. The tent's lime green. Our aprons are lime green. I'll show you the apron. Hold on. Okay. But I got to know, Julia, he's getting the apron. Where does the yellow come in? I don't know. Oh, okay. (laughs) Do you see the apron? I can, yeah. So it's this the lime green with the uh... Lyling Cosmetics, and it has my name. And it's so funny because when we go to markets, and the tent's lime green, and our tablecloths are lime green, and then the rest of it, all of the other stuff is in white um, to give it that sort of um, elegance. So 
it's i wish i could put up a picture so you could really see it or i don't know if you went to our instagram and really looked at it i, I have it but i'm gonna go after afterwards but so julia i think this is an executive thought question me and i don't know if you've thought about this so you've been around for about five years you've gotten to this point in five years where do you see is it lyle lane is it the two last names is that correct it's a um, middle name. Lyling Cosmetics. Where, where do you see this going? Actually, by about that time, I would assume we would be a nationwide brand. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. That's our goal. And it's funny. Um, like I said, Julia mentioned too, because I felt like that was important. I was thinking over some things that she had said. And she had said, be okay to take some chances, is what I heard her say. Is that like, we we have been at other farmers markets before so there was a time where we had like 13 you know different markets and those one those specific markets uh about three or four of them didn't work you know for our brand or it just wasn't working for whatever reason but you never say no and you always take a chance you know so we uh, in business, I think me and her have taken chances and some of them didn't pay off, you know, and whether it be farmer's markets or whether it be an event that we tried, we've also been in local stores and that was fun, but it just didn't work. But it taught us things along the way, you know, about our business and how to brand it and how to, you know, where do we want to sell and where are where's our base at and where, you know, which markets do we want to be in and which ones won't work, you know, because we talked about um, a new endeavor coming up, which is crunch gyms. And I'm excited. I got to talk to Emily. Uh, she is the district marketer. So she, she's in charge of all crunch gyms. So it was kind of exciting to get to talk to you. And she was like, do you, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's have you in there today. So, you know, it's sort of like a, a balancing game of trying new things out and also being okay that some things aren't going to work. Well, thank you for your time. And I've been meaning to get to the Winter Garden Farmer's Market. So maybe one of these Saturdays I'll make it here and I'll, I'll find the, uh, I'll have, I need to come get some soap. That's for sure. So thank you so much. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Get Real with Renosi, the podcast that helps you turn your idea into a real business. We hope you took away an idea or two that might help you get started. If you're excited to continue our conversation and get your business off the ground, don't forget to subscribe. We will see you next time on Get Real with Renosi.